It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, where are you going, Jim? The elevator's over here. Taking the stairs. But our meeting's up on eight. Yeah, I know. But that's eight floors up. That's like eight times eight. I don't A lot of stairs. That's the point. I've already lost a few pounds and earned almost $100 in wellness incentives. Whoa, you're getting rewarded for working out? Yeah, I know. I'm just as surprised as you are, Bob. Fearless is full of surprises. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits and sign up at fepblue.org slash choose blue by December 11th. You are Locked On Vikings, your daily Minnesota Vikings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Tuesday morning, Locked On Vikings, Locked On Podcast Network. My name's Sam Ekstrom, host of the show on Twitter, at Sam Ekstrom. The network is on Twitter, at Locked On Network. Locked on NFL Draft with John Ledyard, really picking up this time of year. On the other side of things, make sure to check out Locked on Timberwolves with Zach Bennett. T-Wolves, another big win last night in Sacramento. Last week on the show, we heard from Mike Zimmer speaking to Vikings.com. Today, we hear from Rick Spielman, who sat down with Mike Wabshaw of Vikings.com. We have clips from that. But first, a look at one of the better pieces of Vikings writing today courtesy of Andrew Kramer, StarTribune.com, featuring Adam Thielen, the restricted Vikings free agent, and his gym venture down in Lakeville. Thielen is a 49% part owner in ETS, Engelbert Training Systems. He has a gym in Lakeville entitled ETS Thielen South Metro. Basically, the premise is Thielen has always been conscious of backup plans. When you're a D2 athlete, you can't count on an NFL career panning out. And for Thielen, he's always had in the back of his mind that he needed to do something else instead of just pursuing football. The most comical anecdote here is that Thielen initially was planning to intern at a dental clinic in case the NFL dream fell short. But now he's into training and business owning. And at the new gym ETS, Thielen is working with aspiring professional athletes, aspiring young athletes ages 8 to 18. He's got a couple teammates working with him at the new gym. And they're already talking about expansion for the new ETS. I would highly recommend the story. StarTribune.com entitled Vikings Adam Thielen working overtime in the gym as part owner. So many guys are going to leave the NFL without a plan B, and Thielen, even at age 26, has his in place. There's also a report out there from CBS's Jason LaConfora, who says the Vikings are interested in recently released left tackle Russell Okung, who was with Denver last year. Lockenfora says the Vikings, Giants, Jets, and Chargers are all interested in Okung. Okung was infamous last year because he negotiated his own contract. And in his negotiation, he got zero guaranteed dollars. Denver released him with no penalty, and now he's a free agent. Okung is 29 years old, formerly of the Seattle Seahawks, a first-round pick. Vikings love first-round picks. Spent six years in Seattle, one year in Denver. 
And oddly enough, last year in Denver was the only season where he's played all 16 games. Otherwise, he's missed one or more in each season he's been a part of. Pro Bowler in 2012, Russell Okung, a name to keep on your radar. Now we get to Spielman speaking to Vikings.com and touching on all the topics you'd expect him to touch on. We discussed his press conference with the media last week, and now you get to hear many similar statements actually come out of his mouth. Here's Spielman talking about Sam Bradford. There's no question what Sam Bradford did for this organization. Under the circumstances, he came in and, and all the different things that he had to overcome from learning a new offense to the not us being able to run the ball as well as we should to the injuries up front on the offensive line to the change of coordinators in the middle of the season. So there was so much stuff and for him to go out there and perform like he performed and only being here eight days before we opened up the regular season was pretty incredible. So we're very excited to have him with Pat Shermer uh, starting in the off season and, and where a lot of what you're going to do during the regular season is built in um, to see where it takes us next year. Having him now under contract for the next season as well, was that a factor in what you were dealing with at the it time? It was a huge part of it. Um, understanding the significance of uh, Teddy's injury, understanding that Sam Bradford, when we didn't make the trade, um, had two years on his contract knowing that he was going to be here for two years uh, at least what um, was a huge factor in, in making that decision to make the trade. I still have no resentment to Rick Spielman for making that deal. And I'll admit, the day it happened, I wasn't a fan. Basically, after you tell the media we're not going to mortgage our future, then you give a first-round pick and a fourth-round pick, that seems a little bit two-faced. But then you look at the extra year on Bradford's deal, you look at how he was able to keep you in just about every game, improve your downfield passing. I still think Teddy offers a great dimension that Bradford does not. But that being said, Bradford was not the reason the Vikings went 8-8. Eight and eight. Now from one guy who the Vikings very much want back to a guy that we're not sure they do desire to have back, Adrian Peterson, Rick Spielman, using the same company line, saying that Adrian will always be a Viking. When you look at Adrian Peterson, a guy who's been with the Vikings his whole career, and he's a great player, um, you know, lots of records and maybe a Hall of Famer one day, he's to the point of his career where questions come up, you know, at the end of a player's career every year about what their future holds. How do you look at that situation with Adrian? Adrian Peterson's under contract with us right now. Um, we have to make a decision coming up here over the next couple weeks on his option. He will always be a Minnesota Viking, um, but we'll go through that process. I know we have a plan in place. Um, those plans, as you put things together, fluctuate according to what happens in other areas. Uh, but I always think of Adrian Peterson as a Minnesota Viking. We said this last week based on the Spielman quote, but when you hear him say it twice, we're always going to view Adrian Peterson as a Minnesota Viking. You're, you're setting it up for his release. There's no doubt about that. It's seeming more and more evident. 
Is Democracy in Danger or Decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst. Spielman has always valued signing his own free agents, and he addresses that as well. He's got some big decisions coming up with Patterson, Thielen, Munderland, et al. Do you think sometimes the best signings you, you can make are re-signing your own guys? Those are the guys you know the best. And we did our, our film study. Uh, we watched all our guys, and then what I like to do is then watch the guy we're comparing them to. And you can see when you start watching tape back to back to back to back, you can really start making those comparisons on the strengths and weaknesses of each player. So during the year, okay, I might have saw that player back in October, but I haven't seen him since. Now to come in and refresh and you get together as a group like we've been doing, let's watch all these guys back to back to back. And so we compare them, then we'll put on the next guy's film, then we'll put on the next guy's film. We even went back to 2015 and watched some guys. We're, we're doing everything we can from a due diligence standpoint uh, to help improve our roster. The draft preparation process and the free agency process have always been intriguing to me. How much work and how much film these guys put in. Spielman discusses where they are in the process. Combine is coming up. And for a lot of people, that's where they begin to pay attention or focus on the draft. But as a scouting and personnel staff, you've already done a lot of work there. So, <laughs> yeah, we don't start at the combine. <laughs> right. So how far are you along in the process? Where does the combine sit? Pretty much our draft board is set. Um, our scouts, including myself, have been out all fall. Um, we had meetings in December. Mm-hmm. Um, then we uh, implemented the juniors that are now going to enter the draft. Uh, so last week we have a pretty good picture of what our draft board is going to look like. There may be some changes as we go through the, rem- the, the rest of the process with the combine, the pro days, um, as we start getting results in from the psychologists, from the medical staff, from the uh, combine results as far as their athletic skill set. And those will be the final pieces of the puzzle and then we'll come back in April. Uh, get together with the coaches and uh, finalize the draft board. This is true to what Spielman has said in the past, that he would much rather watch the film and evaluate than go based on the numbers these guys are putting up in the combine. Those essentially are tiebreakers. If you've got two guys that are exactly the same, maybe you like the 40 time of one of them a little bit more, that breaks the tie. But the draft selections are not going to be 100% influence or based on what happens down in Indy with these guys doing cone drills, bench presses, what have you. Spielman watches what they've done in games, and that's how he makes the majority of his judgments. We also get a Teddy update from Rick Spielman. Still no definite answers. Everyone wants, you know, definition and timeline and updates on Teddy. So what do you tell people when they ask you? You know, Teddy has been working extremely hard. Um, He's attacking his rehab um, as hard as I've seen anyone and there is no timeline. It's such a significant injury 
and people react differently. Uh, everybody's built different, everybody's body reacts different to the rehab. But I know he's doing everything he can and I know our medical staff are working extremely hard to try to get him back on the field as quickly as we can, but when he's ready. And when he's ready is the unknown. Interestingly enough, today is the six-month anniversary of the last time Teddy spoke to the local media on the record. August 28th, 2016 is when he played his last game. It was the U.S. Bank Stadium preseason debut against San Diego. Teddy played brilliantly. He was using his legs. He was throwing it well downfield. The Vikings won the game. Two days later, his career changes forever. Six months since Teddy's last game today. There were obviously uh, a million Vikings injuries last season as well. Spielman talks about having to deal with that. You guys um, had a lot of bad luck with injuries on the offensive line. Everyone dealt with that on Sunday. What was that like dealing with it Monday through Saturday? The end result is that people are going to always look for excuses. And, you know, I could sit here and say I ran out of fingers and toes trying to plug the uh, mm -hmm. dam. But it's not an excuse. At the end result is we're 8-8 eight and eight and we need to get better. And 8-8 eight and eight is not acceptable. And I know everybody in this building is working extremely hard to make sure that we can improve off of that record going into next year. So that's all from Spielman. You can hear the entire interview at Vikings.com. And that's our show for today. It's a short one, but we'll have Sage Rosenfels back tomorrow to expound on some things as we turn the calendar to March, which means free agency combine and nfl talkers galore i'm sam ekstrom at sam ekstrom on twitter you can advertise on the show by emailing locked on vikings at gmail.com great value for a great audience talk to you tomorrow Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst. Hey, Locked On Minnesota listeners, this is Tony Abbott here to tell you about the brand new Locked On Wild podcast, where my co-host Joe Bully and I break down the Minnesota Wild every single day. How can you listen? Just search for Locked On Wild in your favorite podcast app and subscribe to bring Locked On Wild to your device every day.